welcome to You're Kidding Me with me, Michelle Jenkins. This is episode 8 and you can expect all the same silly jokes, some fun facts about owls, a story about a mystery hoover and an interview. This time not with a kid but about kids. So let's get started. Your jokes this week made me laugh out loud when I read them, so I can't wait to share them. The first one is by Oscar, age eight. This morning I ate some cat food. Don't ask me (laughs) how. I really enjoyed that. The next one is from Owen, age five. What do you get when you cross a parrot and a centipede? A (laughs) walkie-talkie. And the next one is Josh, age seven. What is a tiger's favourite colour? Green! (laughs) I really, really love reading these jokes in my email, so please keep sending them in. Fun fact. Today's fun facts were suggested by Claire, age six, who absolutely loves owls. So I have lots of interesting owl facts and one really gross one to tell you. The first thing is that an owl has three eyelids. One for blinking, one for sleeping and one for keeping their eye healthy. The next one. Did you know an owl can eat up to a thousand mice a year? Oh, oh, I really hate mice. This is interesting. Owl fossils have been found from over 58 million years ago. So they were around back in dinosaur times. Another interesting fact. A group of owls is called a parliament, a wisdom or a study. And now are you ready for the really gross one? After eating their food, owls regurgitate, which means sick up hard pellets of bones and fur and teeth of all the things they've eaten. How gross. Would you rather? All this talk of owls has me thinking about how I would love to fly. So I thought I would do a would you rather today about superpowers. So don't forget to ask anyone you're with, your friends, your sisters, your brothers, mums and dads. Would you rather be able to see through walls or hear things from miles away? I think I would prefer to see through walls because then I would always win hide and seek. How about you? What's your inspiration? So if you are a regular listener, you know that in this section, usually I talk to a child. However, this week we're doing something a little bit different because my husband, Owen, actually works with children in his charity job and he really wants to tell us a little bit about what he does. Some of his work is very, very sad because he works in a children's hospice where sadly some children go very sadly to pass away. But he does some really interesting work 
at the Children's Hospice and he wants to tell you all about it. So let's listen up. A quick morning for mummies and daddies. There is a bit of a naughty word at the end of his joke, but it is part of the joke, so don't worry. But remember not to repeat it, anyone listening. So, Owen, thank you very much for talking to us today. Um, First up, for our listeners that don't know, can you explain what is a children's hospice? A children's hospice is a place where children who are ill go to get care from a very specialist team who look after them. Um, It's also sometimes, unfortunately, a place where children who have life-shortening illnesses um, go to pass away in peace and comfort with their family. And what's your role within the children's hospice? Because you don't necessarily work with the children in the hospice, do you? You work, you do something a bit different. Yeah, so I, my time that I spend there volunteering, I focus more on spending time with the siblings of the ill children. And so what sort of things do you do with the siblings? We do all sorts of stuff. So we um, bring them together as a, as a group so they get to meet other siblings who... Uh, of other children who might have a better understanding of their situation at home, how how their life differs from other kids. Um, and we just do a bunch of different activities from fun stuff like going out to go eight, but we also do a bunch of um, activities that are designed to help them understand what emotions they might be feeling about their um, ill sibling who may possibly even recently have passed away. And so what do you find, because some of our listeners might be in a position where they know somebody that's ill, um, and I wonder what kind of thoughts and feelings do you find tend to come up in the group? I think the biggest thing that we find actually for the siblings is that they feel like their um, emotions aren't always necessarily understood. They feel like their ill sibling is the one who gets the attention because they're ill. So the whole point of the siblings group is to show them that they are as loved as as their sibling um, and also let them sort of get their emotions out in front of other people who probably feel the same thing because it's quite can be a very unique situation to be in. And so from that, what advice would you give if, say, you're at school and, you know, your friend um, is a sibling of someone who is quite ill. What would you say to that friend that they should be doing to, to help their friend out, to make them feel loved and cared for? I think the most important thing is to treat them totally as normal, but also to know that if you were to meet their sibling, treat them as a normal child as well. Um, that's, you know, there's, there's a lot of these families have a lot of very complicated things going on, but they're all just kids at the end of the day. So treat them in the same sort of way make sure they're okay and really focus on this on them rather than asking how's your sibling how's your family you know focus on the person who um who is your friend that's really nice advice i like that and so you mentioned you do really fun things like go ape Mm. what kind of other fun things do you do oh we do loads of stuff so we went we've been to ninjora uk we've been to theme parks and then in the hospice as well we've got a bunch of games consoles, we play all sorts of games. It's basically just one big family when you're there. So you just basically go to get have a bunch of fun um, in a nice, friendly environment. I like that. Right, two questions about you now. Okay. What is the silliest noise you can think of? Can you hear that? <laughs> that was a really good one, I like it. Okay, and the last one. What is the best joke you know? 
oh, it's a good one, but he's a bit of a thinker. Did you hear about the fish that swam into a wall and said, damn? Do you get it? <laughs> I do get it. So for those for those listeners that don't get it, there is such a thing in the water called a dam that is like a barrier that you can't get through. And this silly fish in the joke swam straight into one, but it's also a very naughty word that we shouldn't repeat. <laughs> Thank you very much for speaking to us, Owen. Thank you. It was great to talk to Owen. And I really like the lesson that I learned, which is when someone's going through a hard time, sometimes they don't want a big fuss or to talk about it. Sometimes they just want to feel normal and be with their friends. And sometimes that's the best thing we can do. So thank you very much, Owen, for talking to us. And if you've got something that you would like to say on the podcast in an interview, then don't forget to get in touch because I would love to speak to you. Story time. So it's my favourite time, story time. Now, I actually have a very special competition running for story time. If you have a fabulous story about whatever you want, then you can send it in to the email yourkiddingme13 at gmail.com by the 12th of September and you could be in the chance of winning £10 of Amazon vouchers. I am going to choose my favourite that I think is the most inventive and imaginative and fun. There are some ideas on our Instagram, but If you're not sure, have a think about using your imagination. Maybe there's a key to a door that can't be unlocked. Where could the key lead to? Or perhaps there's a creature living under your bed. What could it be? Please send in your entries by the 12th of September 2021 and you could be in with a chance of winning. And even if you don't win, your story could still be featured on the podcast. But without further ado, now is time for our story this week called The Angry Hoover by Lily, age eight. So let's snuggle up and listen. In my school... There is a hoover in the cleaner's cupboard. It started its life as a very normal hoover. It would suck up all sorts of horrible things from the classroom floors. It sucked up bogeys and scabs and fingernails and sticky rubbish. And it never once complained. Until one day. It was a normal Friday afternoon and Mrs Thomas's class had decided to do art. Art was never a good day for Hoover because there was so much more to Hoover up than usual. Sometimes there were bits of clay, other times it was crayons. But this Friday afternoon the class had been making collages. There was bits of cut up paper and glitter and all sorts all over the floor. Hoover took one look at it and decided enough was enough. He had been putting up with this for too long, so he hatched a plan. He sucked up all the arty rubbish and went back to his cupboard to wait. His plan would start when all the children came into school on Monday morning with their freshly washed clothes. 
he would teach them a lesson. Monday morning was cold and the children brought in more clothes than usual. They had their uniforms but they also had hats and scarves and coats and mittens. It was perfect for Hoover's plan. He lay in waiting until just before break time bell and then rolled himself into the corridor. Children came spilling out into the corridor as he took a deep, deep, deep breath in. One, two, three, boom! Hoover exploded, blowing out all the rubbish he had sucked in and covering everyone head to toe in rubbish. He then rolled back into his cupboard and hid under a pile of old newspapers, never to be used again. (laughs) I really enjoyed that short story. I love the idea that Hoover just gets a bit fed up one day of doing his job. I wonder whether you could come up with as an amazing story as that. Mindfulness Minute. So from Mindfulness Minute today, let's relax and imagine we're in somewhere that's quite cool and dark, perhaps like a Harry Potter cupboard but a bit more comfy. So, let's breathe in and out. And in and out. And imagine all those thoughts just floating over you into the darkness. And breathe in and out. Imagine being all snuggled up and comfy and warm. And then imagine opening the door and there being a lovely light that lands on your cheeks. And breathe in and out. Two more breaths, in and out, and in and out. And now imagine you're climbing out of your Harry Potter cupboard and ready to start the day. So that's it for today. Now don't forget this podcast needs you. It needs you to enter in your stories for our fabulous story writing competition. It needs you to send in your silliest jokes and it needs you to be interviewed. So please, if you have any ideas, send them to yourkiddingme13 at gmail.com. I cannot wait to read them. So, Don't forget to like, rate and subscribe and I'll see you next time. Bye!